Sunday Meditation, December 14, 1980. LL Research Channeling Hatan, Latwi, and Nona. Unknown Channeling. I am with this instrument. I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator, of whom we are all one of an infinite number of parts. Tonight, my friends, I am impressing this instrument with a subject that has not often been dealt with in these meetings, but we feel it would be of help to those of you here at this time. And so, we would like to share some thoughts with you upon the anger that you may feel at times towards your Creator. We realize that you live and breathe and experience your existence in a world which is full of seeming injustice and cruelty, that things occur within your own lives which are quite simply unfair. We realize that there is nowhere that you can look where this pattern is not repeated endlessly, whether it be the picture in this instrument's mind of the innocent deer cleaving its way through the burning forest, out onto the road in the country where wicked men sit waiting with guns, or whether it be a friend who unfairly has been taken from you, or hurt, or whether it be sadness for your planet, and the feeling of frustration that you can do nothing. It is only natural that you should become angry, but to whom should you direct your anger? You can only direct it at the Creator, and we would suggest to you that, at times, it is healthy to do so, to express your anger and your frustration and your grief, to remove it from your system, to purge it as if it were an unhealthy substance, for the Creator is able to absorb this energy. As this instrument would say, He can take it. You cannot damage the Creator. Now that we have said that, let us work a bit with these feelings. Who is the Creator, my friends? He is, of course, yourself, ourselves, this instrument, your friends, those whom you prefer not to associate with, all of those who are conscious upon your planet, all of those who share consciousness in the creation, in short, yourself. The Creator is yourself. As you are angry at the Creator, so you become angry at yourself. And again, we say to you, be angry at yourself. You can take it. It is well to purge yourself with the fullest conscious understanding of the nature of your anger and of the source to which you must direct that anger. We urge you to face those things that make you angry, straight on, never blinking, for this is your school. This is where you will learn compassion, balance, and understanding of love. This is where you will learn who you are. This is the only understanding that matters, and you cannot come to it by blinking at those things that make you frustrated or angry or fearful. 
as you look at the world about you. You see an illusion, largely man-made at this point in your history. It has been woven and embroidered many, many of your years, and your cycle is coming to an end, and your piece of work is almost finished. And you know, each of you, that your planetary work leaves much to be desired. May we say to you, my friends, before you condemn yourselves totally, that there have been so many instances throughout this cycle, and especially in the past few years, of those beings turning towards the light, towards love, and towards service, and, veritably, shining with the love of the Creator. That much that could have been terrible upon your planet has been softened and ameliorated by the quality of the beings that dwell among you. Light groups such as this one have aided enormously. Catastrophes, including, my friends, nuclear war, that seemed almost inevitable a year ago, seem less inevitable now. We still see much turmoil upon your plane. We see war, but we no longer see the certainty of nuclear war. The probabilities have shifted. And before you become too angry at yourself, look with solemnity and joy upon the work of your hearts and your hands. You think, my friends, that you do nothing through your meditations, through your smiles, through noticing the difficulties of others and aiding them when it is not necessary. But, my friends, this is not true. The planetary consciousness is changed by such acts of conscious positivity. We will never, ever encourage you to visit a never-never land, because you have all creation within you. You have nowhere to visit. You are within the boundaries of heaven. Cast a firm eye upon the hell which your peoples have made in many cases of the planetary vibration. But look also at the love that shines in the eyes of special ones about you, and in the hearts of yourselves and your loved ones. Seek always to be a light bearer, to be a light sharer. Drop the seeds of light and love, asking no return, but casting, as your holy works would say, your bread upon the waters. We hope that these thoughts have been of some aid to you at this time. You must remember that the perfect symbol of love, the rose, is surrounded with thorns. The creation is a creation of polar opposites the one without the other would not be complete. Cherish then the rose, avoid the thorns, but recognize them and love them as part of the rose. Look at the pearl and cherish it, but respect also the terrible irritation of sand which a small animal had to bear in order to build up this beauteous substance. Bless the rain as it falls sweetly from heaven upon the dry land. But know also that, in order for rain to fall, there must be a particle of dust. 
earth and heaven, my friends. They are about you. You dwell with earthly things day by day, and this is necessary. These must be dealt with first, for you cannot teach a hungry man to love. The hunger being dealt with, it is time to move on to the spiritual, and to dwell in the realms of truth, excellence, and beauty. Turn your back neither on those things that make you angry, or the redemption of a world by the heaven which permeates it. You are at this moment in that heaven, and the love of the Creator is so close to you that you cannot breathe without inhaling it. Rest, therefore, my friends, in that love, and stay centered as you gaze with compassion on a troubled world. We will leave this instrument now. I am known to you as Hatan, and I leave you in the love and the light of our infinite Creator. Adonai, my friends. I am Latwee, and I am with this instrument. We would pause for a moment while our brother, inaudible, works with the ones known as D and C. I am Latwee. I am again with this instrument. We will have to adjust to this instrument. We keep forgetting that she is more sensitive than we expect. We are adjusting. I am Latwee, and I greet you, my friends, in the love and the light of the One who is all. It is very kind of our brothers and sisters of Hatan to allow us to come and speak with you for it is our joy to share our thoughts with you on any subject which you may care to discuss. May we ask if you have a question at this time? I am Latwee. Since there are no questions, we will merely give you our love and assure you that we will be with you whenever you wish to meet. It is our privilege to share this meditation with you. I will leave this instrument now. I leave you in love and light. Adonai, my friends. Adonai. I am Nona. I would like to share with you this evening our healing sounds. We feel that it is possible that we may be able to share them through the one known as C. If he will open himself to our vibrations, we will attempt to, as you would call it, sing through him, as it is very difficult for us to speak since it involves translation from our language, which is singing. We will attempt to transfer to the one known as C. I am Nona. At this point, C does end up singing. And this ends side one of the tape, which was dated December 14th, 1980. Now, side two of this tape also contained a session. It is assumed that this was recorded on the same date. We begin with unknown channeling Hatan. I am Hatan.
and I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite Creator. We who are in the confederation of planets, in the service of the infinite Creator, can never thank you enough for making yourselves available to us, that we may share our thoughts with you. We trust that some of the events that have transpired for you in the past days have enabled you to feel more subjectively assured of our presence. But we would wish to say at this time that it is supremely unimportant to us whether the issue of our objective reality is ever resolved, for the simple reason that we are here to share the information that we have concerning love and light which love creates. Thus, we ourselves have no attachment to making your peoples aware of our presence. We have in the past attempted to do this in a much more open manner and have found the results to be extremely unsatisfactory. Thus, we remain elusive. But we will continue with our small hints and notices of our being as before. We ask you now to become fully aware of your physical vehicle and to realize that you sail within this combination of chemicals forming the complex of muscles and bone and nerves and other types of cells. You sail this as you would a ship from port to port along many a stormy sea, and you behold many and wondrous things with your physical eyes. Consider, my friends, all the wonders that you have seen on this very day and perhaps may have taken somewhat for granted. Reach down into what you know of the universe, what is known by your science at this time, the vibrations that are called matter. Each leaf, my friends, that whirls in the wind, each tiny increment that in totality gives you a momentary scene as you move along one of your roadways or gaze from the window of your domicile, is a creation of an infinity of infinitesimally small parts. The physical vehicle in which you move is itself miraculous, each muscle and tendon moving in obedience to your wishes, the biocomputer as this instrument would call it processing information, sorting, distributing, remembering, retrieving that information as needed. Consider the food that you have eaten this day, my friends. Whence it came? In what earth did it grow? What hands harvested it, shipped it, unpacked it, prepared it, and served it to you? What a miraculous chain of love and service exists that you may eat. Consider your relationships, my friends, the kindnesses that you do, and those that are done to you. Are these not miracles also, my friends? And yet, how many have said this day, What a rainy day! What a terrible day! My friends, we ask you not to waste one moment. Never lose sight of the fact that you are doing the impossible. You are aware in such a complex fashion of so many things in such an infinite creation 
filled with such beauty that it simply seems impossible. And yet, my friends, we say again, it is simple. It is love. And it is one. To understand this paradox is to understand enough to become silent. We will pause for a moment in meditation to share with you, and then we will transfer to the other instrument. I am Hatan. I am Hatan, and I greet you again in the love of our Creator. We have shared many thoughts with you in the past, but now we are able to share more than simple thoughts. Now we are able to share our minds, our love, and our compassion because we have learned much of your race and of your hearts. We, inaudible, Hatan are of oneness with you in that we share many of your experiences as we watch you day by day, inaudible, and follow you as your day passes and your hearts surge with love for one another, inaudible, as one of you treats his brother. There are times when we feel that we do not deserve this honor that the Creator has bestowed upon us, much more than our simple minds and hearts are worthy of. For we of Hatan have never experienced many of the complex emotions that you take for granted because they have always been a part of your life. We have recently learned that this is a part of our lesson, that we of Hatan are to grow from our contact with your race, not only through service, but because of that service, we of Hatan, in helping you in our meager fashion, have learned and grown in our perceptions of emotions. This may not seem to be a great gift to you of the earth, but for us it is equivalent to a person from earth suddenly going from being colorblind to perceiving color. We are overjoyed at the depth of emotion that we can now perceive and experience. And this, my brothers, we owe to you. It is true that perceiving the depths of emotion such as feeling disheartened, frustrated, heartbroken, jealous, jealousy, envy, greed, and many of the other feelings are emotions that you often term and sense as not pleasant. Yet we have learned from these as well. For now we can empathize even with the greedy who perceive property as not yet theirs or the glutton who sees the meal. In its own way, each of these, inaudible, is merely a convolution or defective form of love, and we are able to perceive the crystal teardrop of love within the experience or emotion, and are able to rejoice in that feeling. And when we of Hatan are able through your hearts and eyes, through your tears and your touch, to experience that which you call love, our joy is boundless. To feel enthralled with a beautiful day, to worship from afar a wonderful person, to respect, to share, 
to regret a parting with the comforting knowledge of an imminent sharing. All of these we perceive through your eyes and hearts, and through our perception have grown boundlessly in our ability to appreciate the universe and the Creator as given us, and to appreciate in boundless gratitude our Creator Himself. We wish to express to you, inaudible, our infinite love for you, our teachers, and our inaudible. Regret, for we can find no way in which our puny efforts can begin to offer repayment for the beauty you have shared with us. We love you. You are our brothers and sisters. Our world and our lives are enriched from the experience of knowing you. We of Hatan would thank you for inaudible and for accepting our feeble efforts of help, inaudible, our lack of experience. May our Creator bless you with many wonders, and may you find your way, inaudible, into the heart of our Creator, inaudible. I am again with this instrument. I am Hatan. I returned this instrument for the purpose of sharing with you any information that we might have, if you have a question at this time. Questioner I have a question. I've noticed periodically a pain in my lower right leg that is almost similar to a headache. I feel that there must be a reason for this pain recurring inaudible, and it's pointless for me to try and dispose of the pain. Could you give me some guidelines or suggestions that I can determine why I'm causing this pain? Hatan I am Hatan, and I am aware of your question. As you know, my brother, we do not give specific information. However, perhaps we could share a thought with you which might be helpful in a general sense. Most of the imbalances that manifest in your physical vehicle as pains, limitations, etc., are the result of some form of tension, fear, and anxiety, anger, or resentment. It is not to your discredit that these things occur. It is why you are in the physical body, so that you may go through the catalyst of the experience of these things, and from them learn. However, it would be well to examine your tensions and the other expressions which we listed, going from the most ethereal manifestation of these to the most physical. The nervous system is only the lowest manifestation of the several bodies that make up your physical being. May we answer you further, my brother? Questioner. No. Hatan, do you have another question at this time? Questioner, it is my understanding that Carla would like to ask you a question. Hatan, this entity now has the question. We will repeat the question for the purpose of enlightening the one known as L 
who otherwise would probably be somewhat confused. The question has to do with the method of removing from one's aura or being the type of entity that is known in the occult sciences among your peoples as a subtle. The answer is as simple as it is difficult. Those thought forms, or subtles, or as some call them, devas, which may at times attach themselves to you, may have done so for a variety of reasons. It may be a thought form which you yourself have generated. It may be a thought form or an elemental which is connected to you because of the substance which you call blood, which you have given from your healthy body and which has been put into the veins of one who is quite ill and afflicted with elementals. This occult connection can sometimes be very detrimental to the healthy person. However this occurs is immaterial. What is material is your understanding that, in all of this creation, and in all of the infinite spheres and subspheres and dualities and differences that you may experience, you experience the illusion. The reality is that all things are one. In order to be removed from the darkening difficulties of association with a subtle entity, you must take that entity into your heart and love it, knowing that it is yourself under other circumstances, in another vibration, in another time and space, part of yourself. Accept the world as it is and take it to your heart. In this way, and in this way only, can the power of love defeat, conquer, or simply remove the separations that manifest themselves to you as difficulties that darken the aura, the dream, the feelings, or the thoughts. Whatever your fear, whatever your special thought difficulty, face it not in confrontation, but in the knowledge that it is part of the creation and therefore a part of yourself. You are protected by a white light of the Creator. There is no other vibration for those who call upon it, for it contains all of the infinity of vibrations that color the many-hued rainbow of existence in the galaxies of mind, thought, and space. We trust that this is a sufficient answer, as it is being recorded and will be shared with him who asks. If our brother wishes to ask further, we most humbly invite any questions that he may have. Is there another question at this time? Questioner. No, thank you. Hatan. We thank you, my brother. We leave you, gazing at the brilliant sky that fills our dimension at this time. We are not far from you, however, we are not in your density. And for us, the world is washed in golden light, the golden light of the central sun. May this sun bless you in your meditations and in your daily life, as it is the symbol of the one infinite creator in whose love and in whose light we now leave you.
I am inaudible. Hatan. Adonai, my friends. Adonai. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.